0: Coming to you from 27 miles west of downtown Chicago, Illinois, you're listening to 27 West, produced by the congregations of Wheaton Bible Church and Iglesia del Pueblo in West Chicago, Illinois, and Tri-Village Church, our campus in nearby Streamwood. Our purpose is to make this very large body of Christ a little smaller as we meet and learn from one another.
1: Welcome to 27 West Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Murray, and today I'm joined by my newly named... Co-host Amy Lostutter. Yes. Yeah, got married. Live music from Amy Mueller. And our guest this week, very special friend of mine here at the church, Dave Vedra. Hello. Hello. So guys, we want this podcast to be a place for you to get to know people in our church's community better, to learn a little, and to laugh a lot. So I don't think we're going to have a problem with laughing a lot today, because Dave is very funny.
0: I've heard he's really hilarious. I'm really not. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Now,
1: you guys both have something a little in common. Dave, you recently got married about nine-ish months ago. I did. And Amy, you were married what?
0: Like three weeks ago. Three
1: weeks ago. Can we just do a round of Applause. Applause yeah, for Amy. How about some wedding music, Amy? Tell us. Um, so nine months. How I, do you?
2: I have a funny fact. Okay, oh. what is it? Until a couple days ago, I did not know that Amy was at my wedding.
0: Me, my, me, yeah. Amy.
2: Yeah. How? How is that? Like, why were you there?
0: <laughs> That's a great question. How was the wedding? I did not know Dave. Okay. Until a few days ago. All right. Um, but his now brother-in-law and his wife are. I'm really great friends with them. Yep. Eric and Rebecca. Love them. And they used to work here. That's right. They're awesome. So their girls were in the wedding. Yeah. As flower girls. And so my job as a friend. The helper. Was to help. Yeah. Because Rebecca and Eric were both in the wedding. Yeah. So it was a fail.
1: And you had to get them down the aisle.
0: I had to get them down, all three of them.
1: At the same time? At the
0: same time, like one in a row, like first one, second one, third one.
1: And they're young.
0: They're all under three, right? And so, um, the first one I think just started crying, so I was like, "Okay, you're out." The second, <laughs> the second one, and <laughs> I was given permission to you're do that. It here. wasn't like I made the exact Give decision. Me your flowers. <laughs> flowers. <laughs> Give me those flowers. I will walk down the aisle. <laughs> no. So then the second one went because there was candy <laughs> bribing her at the oh, end of the good. aisle, and then the third. I don't think the third one went. Okay. But she was given the option.
1: Yeah. She's Did admitted, everyone like?
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: so cute! <laughs> well, like the funny that's the thing, thing.
2: Is is when. I think it was Mariah that made it down the aisle. Yeah, she was the one. She dropped all the petals yep. and then went back and picked them up. Yep.
0: And I was like, no, you don't have to pick them up.
1: <laughs> so, technically, are you really married because the petals were picked up? Oh. Yeah, we should look at that. I it didn't up.
0: even have a flower girl, though. Oh, am so I am
1: goodness? I married.
2: That's right. Well, that'd have really put a wrench in things, wouldn't it?
1: That would have. Yeah. Well, your, your wedding was so hot that kids weren't even allowed to be outside during that time.
0: <laughs> it wasn't that hot. It
1: was, yes, it was. You were
0: sweating. I was. Like crazy.
1: But your husband was crying, like a cry guy. Like, yeah. He was the cryingest guy I've ever seen.
0: The cryingest guy you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and I loved
1: it. I yeah. loved it.
0: He was crying a lot. Also sweating. Not a lot. word.
2: But anyway. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so that's why I was at their wedding. It was beautiful. It was great. So let's go backwards from the wedding. You had to meet Amy at some point, your wife.
2: How did you meet? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, So it was Christmas 2016 that we met. Um, We met here. At Wheaton uh, Bible Church. Yeah, with the Wheaton Bible Church on the stage. So Mm. I had come to the, was it the 3 p.m. service with my parents? We came, uh, I brought my parents here to the 3 p.m. service. Then um, at the uh, 5, I I mean, you're going to make me laugh. (laughs) This music. Um, 5 p.m. service during that rough time frame, went out to dinner. And then I thought I'd come back for the 7 just to see... Um, if anybody needed any help, if, you know, there was some spot I could fill in or help tear down the stage. Oh, was
0: that the Lord telling you that you're yeah, going to meet your future That could wife? be
2: because, yeah. I mean, I was literally like two blocks from home. I could have just gone home. Wow. So so I came back to the church, went through the third service, and then was just kind of standing out on stage. And then Eric Smith, her uh, brother, brought her up on stage and said, hey, I wanted you to meet somebody. And uh, and he says, Well, she's into racing. I'm a big automotive racing fan. Oh, wow. And I'm like, You know, it didn't click at first for me. I'm like, Okay, and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah. So we were talking for a little bit, and then she said goodbye, and, and I said goodbye. And then just like Eric walked off the stage. So he just kind of left us there to talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Classic setup.
2: And then I just couldn't stop thinking about her. So I got in touch with Eric. I had no idea that he had this planned for like months to try and get her to meet oh, me. Oh, neat. Because either when he brought her, I either wasn't here or I was some, when she or she couldn't make it or something like that. The schedule's just didn't. It was a
0: Christmas miracle. It was, it was Christmas a Christmas mir-
2: miracle. A miracle is right. Okay. <laughs> so, and we knew shortly after that that, that, that we were going to get married. I mean, we just clicked. And the cool thing about it was, we were talking with Brian Hogan about it. Was at that point in our lives, we weren't really looking for a relationship, mm-hmm. but we knew that we had such an interest in each other and cared about each other a lot. We knew it was a fit, you know. We weren't actively looking to date people, she wasn't, I wasn't. And so then we knew that, that God had brought us together at that point. Yeah, and to have it happen here. That was that was pretty cool. That is cool. That's great.
0: The Smiths just bringing people together.
2: Yeah. Since 2016.
0: <laughs> so, Dave, you are a member of our church,
1: and you've been here for how many years?
2: I've been here for about ten years. Ten wow. years,
1: and and we are actually sitting in the room where you spend most of your time serving here in the technical crew. Correct.
2: What room is this? This is the broadcast audio suite. Okay.
1: What is that for? So those So
2: we um, do all of the audio recordings here for our services. We do the live mixing here for the sound that basically goes around the building and all our video archives. Okay. And for the webcasts. Is it a hard job? No.
0: It sounds hard.
2: For me, it's not. I've been doing it a long,
1: long time. Have you ever walked back here on a Sunday morning?
0: It's too crazy. It's
1: amazing. It sounds amazing in this room.
2: Yeah, we we try.
1: And you like it loud, too.
2: I like it loud, too. And I also mix out in the congregation. Oh, that's good. as well.
1: What do you like better?
2: I like mixing out in the congregation because I'm kind of more in tune with what's going on out sure. there. Yeah. Back here, I mean, when you're serving a couple of weeks a month, you're kind of in a room with yourself. And my wonderful wife, sometimes she'll come back here and sit yeah. with me just so she can be with me during church. But yeah. I like being out in the congregation where it's actually in the room and it's not. it doesn't feel very isolated.
1: So what what are some of the—for like, those who, are, who go to church, you know, he's talking about running sound in the back, which is actually— the, it's not the back behind stage. It's behind all of us sitting. Right. What are some of the hardest challenges that you have in running sound in the front of house?
2: Well, um... You mean every, back every, of house? Well, yeah. For, back yeah. of house. It's, yeah, it's called front of house. The back front. The, the, the biggest challenges we have is different people have different musical tastes. Mm-hmm. So they have different levels they want to hear things at. Some oh, people yeah. like it really loud. Yeah. Some Rock people like on. it really quiet. No, it don't. Which so causes how do you?
0: It, what do you do
2: you kind of find middle ground yeah but you know depending upon the music obviously if it's a it's if it's a softer piece or a slower moving piece you want to bring things back a bit you're in control of what the congregation hears so you kind of have to use some artistic license with that if it is you know a really rocking song like lion and the lamb you push things a bit you can really tell when the congregation's into it the hands are up um, and you kind of, I can see all that. I can see all that going on. Sure. That's
0: pretty cool, too. So,
2: so
1: in, in a sense, I've heard people say, and maybe you can speak to this, that your soundboard is like a musical instrument in a pretty sense. Pretty much. Right. Pretty You're much. helping us lead worship.
2: Yes.
0: Do you have a favorite song to mix to?
2: I would say Lion and the Lamb. Um, there's one I can't remember the title. We just did a couple of weeks ago. Um, it is. Um, I can't remember the Sunday,
1: title of it. Sunday, bloody Sunday. That one?
2: That was, I saw them live. So that did was I. was awesome. Yeah, a few weeks ago. That was good. A few weeks ago? No, yeah. I saw them on the Joshua Tree Tour. Nice, nice.
1: So good. Dave, so you're a sound guy on
2: Sundays. Yeah. Um, what do you do the rest of the week? So by trade, I am a uh, IT manager for FTD Corporation. Okay,
1: FTD, as, do you know what FTD is?
0: It's a flower company. Yes.
1: Have yes. you ever received an FTD flower? I don't think so. I have just one flower.
0: Usually I get my flowers from And it wasn't Google. for me. Let it me just now.
2: make that clear. Okay.
1: So, like, you, you help the technical version.
2: Yeah, basically that. I manage a lot of the infrastructure. We're building a new office downtown. I have teams that I manage that are in Downers Grove, San Diego, Centerbrook, Connecticut, Woodridge. Where's it's your office. office? It is right now in Downers Grove. We'll be okay. moving to downtown Chicago. That's fun. Do you like the idea of working in she downtown Chicago? He doesn't seem
0: excited. Well... <laughs>
2: So we are purchasing a a house in a couple months out in Montgomery. Nice. So the train ride will be about 90 minutes. Oh.
0: Does the train go that far? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: I will be picking the train up in La Fox, which I did not even know was a town in Illinois.
0: Yeah, me neither. But it is. Okay.
2: But I'm in school as well. Um, I'm finishing up my bachelor's degree and going on to get my master's degree, so it'll give me time to study on the train and read. I'm a big reader. Yeah. I don't watch are you a doing lot of school TV. online mm-hmm well that's nice Western so we'll Governor's University sweet I'm awesome that's awesome full-time student there
1: what do you what are you going for
2: so getting my degree in uh, information systems management then probably I haven't decided what my master's is going to be in yet but it's going to be an MBA focused or just a master's in information systems yeah
0: so how long have you worked at FTD
2: well, well yes I have been there um, in October well no no I'm saying November 2nd will be 19 years. Okay. Which is Still a long time odd for IT people because they move around a lot. But the company's yeah. been very good to me. Okay. Started off doing answering phones and tech support, and now I'm moving on up and, uh, and having a lot of uh, responsibility underneath me, a lot of people underneath me. Have you
0: always been techie? I have been. It's a good quality to have. Yeah. So let's kind of bring it back to how you started coming to Wheaton Bible Church. Mm -hmm.
2: What's your faith story? Where'd you grow up? So I I grew up in Westchester, um, and uh, we attended a Catholic church growing up through grade school, and then through high school, attended a Presbyterian church um, with my parents. And I was, believe it or not, I was actually, once I got out of high school, I was actually an elder there. An elder? Wow. An elder. At at what age? 19? 20-something. That's not 20s. But I think I was an elder there before I was even a Christ follower. Okay.
0: How does that work? I was
2: nominated.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was nominated to do it, um, and but being an elder there had more to do with like business leadership of the church than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Right. So um, that's kind of um, it was an, it was an older church. It's where my grandparents had gotten married. Um, the church was over 100 years old. It is no longer around just because of the changing of the neighborhood and a lot of people there. Just There wasn't a lot of young blood there, and the church just kind of died of old age. And then uh, the pastor that was there at the time, he got me um, to come up one night to uh, Willow Creek for one of their midweek services. Loved it. I thought the, the worship was was great. I, I found that the, the teaching up there was kind of more of what I was looking for. And I think at that at that point in my life, I was just kind of more checking off a box than anything else. Mm-hmm, I sure. wasn't reading yeah. my Bible regularly. I was just going to church just to go to church, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I felt I was doing the good work and, and stuff like that. But it really had no substance to it. it. It didn't really have a lot of meaning in my life. Like I said, it was just a checkbox. but. Right. So after attending Willow for a while, I got involved in the audio ministry up there and got very involved in it and was mixing multiple services a weekend, probably like six. I was doing student services, um, adult services down in their broadcast um, their broadcast suite down there doing um, the Saturday evening and then driving from Woodridge all the way up to Barrington back and forth wow. multiple times a weekend. Then we started the congregation yeah, it was actually at Barrow's Auditorium at Wheaton College. Then we moved to Wheaton Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the main front of house engineer that was there. So I would be mixing sound in the booth every weekend. Wow. And it became, it came after a while, became more of a job. Sure. You know, um, getting there at 5 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Um, and af- after a while... It, And not leaving till 1 in the afternoon once everything, we had to tear everything down because we were renting the facility. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it just, it got to a while, after a while, it's just like, I I just felt like it was going to work for me. And Shelton Thompson, who is our wonderful tech director that's here now Mm -hmm. at Wheaton Bible, he's, um, he was there and he suggested, well, I should check out Wheaton Bible. And I did. And I fell in love with it here. I love the music. Um, I love the people here. You know, Will, Will got me far along on my faith journey. Mm-hmm. They taught me what it was kind of kind of meant to be a self-feeder and stuff like that, reading the Word regularly. Um, but it was just I needed something that when you get yourself so involved, you become so dependent upon, mm-hmm. it's hard to say no yeah, to things. And I still even have a hard time with that nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of had to cut the cord.
1: You know, I mean, Dave, you,
2: you mentioned, you know, switching churches.
1: Many people switch churches. Um, very rarely, especially in a city like ours, um, do people grow up in a church and stay there until yeah. they're gone. And so um, I, I'm a firm believer that if if you feel like it's time to go, go. But make yeah. sure if you're, you're going for the right reasons— um, stay where you're being fed. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned it's like a journey.
2: It is. You
1: know, and it's it's kind of fun to, to see that maybe maybe we take a right here, maybe we take a left, but we're on the same road. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully getting closer to Christ. Right.
2: That's the end right. goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm fully committed to this church. Even with moving out to Montgomery, I was talking with my wife about it. You know, we have no plans of leaving here.
1: Well, maybe we'll make a, we'll, we'll build a campus out there in Montgomery. Could you? No. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we, I may we, have extra garage space. We can start it. We in. might be able to get in your church. That's in your, <laughs> your, <backyard>. your house. <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> the
0: backyard Club.
1: Wheaton Vedra Church. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Vedra Bible <laughs> Church, VBC. <at>
0: yeah. <laughs> so, how, now that you kind of have a more healthy view of church and mm-hmm. your faith and mm-hmm. just kind of what it means to live in that, how do you bring that into your workplace?
2: So. Every everybody knows it's kind of funny uh, that I work with a, that I'm that I'm a Christ follower and um, or at least that I go to church, right? And it's kind of funny sometimes in meetings, people will curse or something like that or say something inappropriate, and then they'll look at me and say, Oh, "Sorry, so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <Dave. laughs> yeah. like I'm like I'm you know
0: you're their moral compass. I'm, I'm
2: their moral <laughs> compass, but I think looking at it from I think some managers they look at their employees and they um, do whatever it takes to make them get ahead. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think it is a huge responsibility um, that God has given me to mentor people, mm-hmm. to shepherd people. I've promoted a lot of people and moved people, you know, underneath me or brought people on the team that I thought would that I thought that I could help them grow. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, I look out for my employees' well-being too. You know, sometimes I look at it more of a, a, a as a lifestyle than a job because things can go wrong at any time of day, mm-hmm. at any time of night. Uh, and and I'll do it versus calling up an employee um, to do because I want to be able to say, okay, well, I've at least served them in that way, and made things a little bit um, made things a little bit easier for them. I, I kinda of, you know, you have this, this guide, the Lord is your guide basically saying biblically you, you take a lot and a ton of it applies to the workplace.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I you know what I'm saying? I, not, I yeah, just no, I don't know how to sense. word
2: it. I, you know, I have a I have a big obligation to these employees mm-hmm. as well as an obligation to the company. Yeah, I, I
1: mean I the, mean the, the truth is if you are in a place where you're over people yeah um and, and you also identify as a Christ follower. Um, you know that have you heard the phrase like it's it's more what's caught than taught, and people yes. are people are going to catch and yes. and especially if they're questioning their own faith or lack thereof,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you're going to be. I know we kind of kidded around earlier, but you're kind of kind of be the moral compass. Yeah, and and if not, they're just watching you, not in judgment, but maybe some of them are judging, but maybe they're just curious, and so if if right. you're you know, like as a Christ follower at work, it's not like you sit there and read your Bible all day because you would get fired, for right, that, right? Unless you're a pastor, then, right? Even then, you, right? There's You'd still probably, more to do, right? But it's it's not just putting on your Christian faith at church or when you're serving or doing Bible study, but it's being a Christian throughout your whole self, right? You
2: know, um, it's not a Sunday only kind of deal, right? Right?
1: You're not acting like a Christian; you are right. a Christian who yeah. acts normal, right? And right. a lot of times it's the opposite way around, which is right. a deterrent from coming to the faith. And, right. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's cool. cool. That's kind of cool to hear how you just integrate that mm-hmm. into your everyday life. Nice yeah. job, FTD. FTD,
1: Dave. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to play a game or two. Oh, want to play a game or do you want to do um, soapboxes first? Let's play a game. Okay, we're going to play a game. Can we have some, um, some game some music? Some
2: movie music? Movie.
1: Movie game m-
2: music. This has to do with movies because yeah. I don't watch movies.
1: Oh, week on 27 West. Go ahead.
0: Okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, we were just thinking, we like movies. Yeah. We did (laughs) not know that you did not like
1: movies. You don't like movies. Do you like TV shows? I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. Okay, well, this may still work. Okay. I'll try. We'll see. We'll We'll see see. what we can do.
0: If if there was a movie that was made about you, (laughs) Dave Vedra.
2: Yeah. FTD.
0: Who would you want to play you? Scott Murray. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Wow, thank you. What kind of movie would it be? Like a rom com, a thriller. You don't need, do you even know
2: what
1: rom com means? I don't even know what that means. That romantic is, such a comedy. Mil- is such a millennial thing. It's a rom com,
0: r- romantic comedy.
1: I know Comic Con. What? Comic Con? Comic <laughs> Con? So it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> you would I have just me play a romantic comedy. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's, so, many
0: so, it's so many syllables. So many syllables. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Life is hard. All I- about
0: efficiency.
1: Ikr. Um, so okay, what about you? Who?
0: <laughs> oh gosh, I don't. You want I... me to go first? You go first. Okay.
2: Um,
1: it would definitely be a rom com, and I think Kevin James would play me.
0: Yes, that's perfect. Kevin
2: James is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's one show. And you kind that of are
0: similar. I kind of am. All cop ish. Yeah.
2: Kind of can pull it off.
0: He was in Hitch, right? Very good. Yeah. I f- I could see you like. Replacing thing, him, like Hitch. Kevin James
1: has, like all these movies, and they're not, not, none, none of them are like, oh, great, right? But they're, they're kind of like they're funny. Hey, it's at the cheap theater. Let's go see <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah. I don't even look at it that way. I look at Kevin James. I think he's hilarious. And there is one show that we do kind of watch during dinner, and Amy, my wife, and I we watch is, is King of Queens. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I love James. that show. He's great. Because I show. say you do realize, and some of the interactions that they have on that show is her and I. So you do realize that's us. Oh yeah, so I, that's like
1: your show. That's the idea. Is, that is, is my show. They yeah. are the every person. Yeah, the blue collar people. So you that's would us. be
0: like an everyday. Yeah, yeah. Drama.
1: I mean, it was. I was. A, a I was drama. for me. It was a toss between him and Brad Pitt playing me. Oh,
0: of course, obviously. Yeah,
1: because Sh- there's some rich. stuff where I'm just. Right They're there. pretty similar. So. Or that Thor guy. Oh, the Hemsworth name? brother. Yeah, I that's... don't remember
0: which one it is, but yeah, totally. Yeah, that's totally me. Yeah, the hair especially. Oh, I have the hair. Scott's bald.
1: What about you, Amy?
0: I think I don't know who my actress oh, would be. I would like to think that it's like Amy Poehler. Oh, sure. I'm yeah. not that funny. Like I'm really not. No, but you, I think she yeah. would make my life more entertaining. She would. And I think I would be. I think I would be in a rom com.
1: Rom com. Rom com.
0: Rom com. Okay. Rom-com. Yeah, the premise would be
2: that'll be the title of this podcast. Would be rom com. Yeah, <laughs> rom com. Rom com. You're okay. welcome, Dave Vedra. You're welcome. Thanks, I think Dave. the
0: premise of my movie though. Yeah, what would it be about? This is kind of cheesy, of wow. like me meeting my husband, Caleb. because yeah. Caleb, because we like sw- we like cross paths so many times before we even knew each other, so went to romantic. like summer camps together, winter camps, friend groups, and never met until like two and a half years ago. Who would play Caleb? Oh gosh! Yeah, he's gotcha. irreplaceable.
1: That's cheesy. So cheesy. <laughs> but <laughs> see, at camp, I would want to be Kevin James, me playing Kevin James as your camp counselor.
0: Oh right, of course. <laughs> and you're setting us up, probably. Yeah, because yeah. I
1: have done that before at camp. No, oh. to people.
0: Well, you are a big part of our story.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. All right, we're gonna play another thing. It's it's more. It's not a game, this isn't but a it's, game. A, it's a so, it's a it's a. Go ahead and explain it.
0: It's the soapbox it's segment. It's the soapbox. Amy, can we get the soapbox music? Yeah. The soapbox no, segment. Yeah. The soapbox segment oh is God. one where we talk about things that we would say on a soapbox for. Yeah. Either positive or negative, for or against. Do you want an example? I'll sure. give you my soapbox for today.
1: Yeah. Okay. It can be funny or whatever. Yeah. Mine is
0: very serious. Okay. Oh, no. My soapbox is poor electrical work. <sighs> Okay. It's very frustrating. Yeah, tell us about that. Let me tell you. Yeah. So I recently moved because I got married. So I thought it would be nice to move in with my husband. Yeah. And we moved into this apartment that's like in a downtown area, like third floor walk up, super cute apartment, but it's super old. Sure. And the electrical work is the worst. Which I don't really know anything about any of that stuff like can you fix that? I have no idea. So here's what happened, which is why I have a soapbox for it now. Is last week we had those little, what are those air con- in unit air conditioner? Yeah, yeah. Like in the window. In the window. You know? The air yeah. So we have one. And when that is on, you literally can't do anything else in the apartment. <laughs> like you can't make coffee. You can't blow dry your hair. So last week, of course, we were doing all three. I was blow drying my hair. The air was on. And we were making coffee. And the electricity went out. So I'm like, no big deal. Go down three flights of stairs, flip the switches back on. It happened two more times, so I had to walk that down the, that that like within ten minutes. You had like
1: your very own brownout. What? Yeah, like when the um, what city was that? Where was it was in New York, where the it oh, just yeah. everything went dim because it was yeah. so hot and everyone's air was on. Right. And was it's like a
0: hundred degrees out right now, right? So we had to have the air on,
2: right?
0: So I went down there three times to flip the switch and just decided, you know what. Just not turn the coffee pot off, not blow drying hair, whatever. Yeah.
2: By the way, in this weather, I'm just gonna say this: Mm -hmm. you walk into a cool house, air conditioning. I honestly believe is one of the ways God says I love you.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Dave.
2: Which is that's just yeah, yeah. It's like walking in and getting a hug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A cool hug. (laughs) Wonderful. And then it happened again today. Oh man. So, that's my soapbox.
1: Dave, I have one that's not as serious as that, but my soapbox is why. Why are there different directions that people mow their lawn?
0: What do you?
1: Well, okay. My my neighborhood. That's dumb. It's people mow their lawn in different. Sometimes they go up and down, you know, mm-hmm. to the street. Sideways, they choose sometimes, and sometimes they do diagonal. And someone claims to them or says that. Your grass will grow so much better if you cut it different every
2: time. Really? I've heard that. Is it true? I don't know if it's true, but I've heard that. Do you do it diagonally? Di- oh, you're well, diagonally. You ever actually, do the square? I used to. I don't I cut my grass now because we live in a townhouse, but I will, and it will yeah. be done diagonally.
1: So I, <laughs> I, I refuse to to cut a diagonal or sideways. And I feel like every time I mow my lawn, I feel like secretly my neighbors are looking at my window going, ha, ha you fool. Right. So you go
0: up and down every time. Yeah,
1: because I, lo- I like the way it looks when I drive up and I see the lines. It makes me happy. I
0: like that. I like the way that diagonal looks. Right. Yeah. Like, it looks classy.
1: Yeah, but with diagonal, there's so many little corners. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: You got to turn that lawnmower yeah. so many times. Mm. Dave, what about you? What's your soapbox?
2: Oh, it's a serious one. Okay, okay good. Let's do it. Good. I think... And, and I was thinking about this as I was listening to the radio on the way over here today, that people just need, in this country, people just need to settle down. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We are so high strung at this point due to political rhetoric and everything else else that's going on. We, we're we not listening to to each other. We're not loving each other as well as we should. We're not understanding each other. And it's just really – I just feel like we've reached a tipping point lately.
0: Hmm.
2: Not to try to talk about government, but I don't think government is going to fix all our problems. Yeah, right. Only God will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God's in control. God is still on the throne. We know some people don't believe that. Right. But, you know, I just – I was thinking about that, and it's just really bothered me lately because no matter when you turn on the news or no matter when you turn on, it's – yelling and screaming and it's just not getting us anywhere it's just really you know
0: i agree we could all do a little bit more listening
2: yeah so not to be a doubter no it's a
1: good that's a good reminder yeah it's for sure a good reminder that god is on the throne he is and he's faithful and he's good Mm -hmm. absolutely well dave thanks so much for joining us You're
2: very welcome. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, thanks,
0: Dave. Yes, it was. And thanks for serving with us. Yeah, man. Yeah.
2: It's fun to see you back here. Can I make a plug for TPC? Yeah, go ahead. We are in need of volunteers. Yes. We need stage people. We need lighting people. Um. We need audio people. We need video people. There is no experience necessary. So. Oh, training on the and, job. And training you get a shirt. Job. You get a black shirt. You do. Shirt. You get a polo shirt. Yeah, nice shirt. It's, it's nice. a nice some polo. Cheap shirt. Yeah. it's a polo shirt. It's a nice. And we even have some ball caps too. Oh, oh no! What? You know, I want to have. I might do this. I should serve. We should you serve. Can, you should do. It. And and plus with with, um, you know, the traditional service moving. Mm-hmm. Over to East Worship, we need basically double the crew yep. that we had. All okay. Right. We're already short as it is, so
0: we're gonna send the word so out. So you heard Reach it out.
1: here first or third that if you know how to start a CD player or turn on your TV or pick up something or walk, you are eligible to be on TPC. Well to find out more about our podcast and subscribe, head to 27Westpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at 27 westpodcast
0: Thanks to Josh Sticks for producing this episode, Amy Mueller for playing music like a champ, and Scott Murray for being my sidekick. Hey, hey. I'm Amy Lostutter, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.